One is reminded of Jesus driving the demons out of a man into a herd of pigs, just as Russia drove out its alien Bolsheviks and they landed in America. And now, firmly in power in their new home, the demons are going door to door again. Today, we look at some practical advice you can use when they pay you a visit. The latest news, history, and analysis from the perspective of the first Christians. Tune into the FBN Worldwide 24 7 radio stream. Now, your host, Darren Kalama. Just like in any other war, the truth is the first casualty. So we want to start by cautioning you about the enemy trying to reframe the narrative by talking about Gestapo tactics, Nazis, and brown shirts going door to door. Nothing could be farther from the truth. What's happening now is 100% out of the Bolshevik playbook. You see, when it comes to Germany and Russia, both faced the same enemy 100 years ago, an alien fifth column working behind the mask of communism and Bolshevism. One country was expelling an alien virus. The other was being attacked by one. And now the Jesus killers are here, firmly entrenched and in power in America, and they have declared war on Christians. One year ago, the first pre-Nicene church, the Marcionites, issued a press release explaining their reasons for banning the COVID RNA vaccines even before they went into large-scale use. And they also issued religious exemption forms at that time. They knew who the enemy was, even as it hid behind a mask and wore a white lab coat while it held a syringe filled with a gene-altering bioweapon. And as the last year dragged on, FBN, thanks to the Marcionite Church and their insights, FBN has done numerous episodes on what we could expect next from the satanic agenda being rolled out behind the fake plague, or as Bishop Andrew Theophilus calls it, the Talmud flu. Theophilus also reminds us that a hundred years ago, the plague of Jesus killers operating as Bolsheviks weren't just in Germany and Russia murdering priests and massacring millions of Christians. They were right in America's backyard. That's right. They had taken over Mexico. Priests were killed for trying to perform the sacraments. Altars were desecrated by soldiers. And freedom of religion was outlawed by generals. And we find a very interesting parallel with today. Those Mexican soldiers would wait for parishioners to gather for church services and then force vaccinate them. Unfortunately, most people have the memory span of a fruit fly, and any sense of historical reference and subtext has been quietly erased by decades of enemy propaganda, laugh tracks, and social engineering. And in 2013, when the Smith-Munt Act of 1948 was quietly gutted, it allowed military-grade propaganda to be used on Americans inside their own borders. Consider the irony of that. Your own tax dollars are now being used to broadcast propaganda to convince you to be injected with a deadly bioweapon. And those same tax dollars are now going to be used to send these agents to your front porch and knock on your door. And as the footsteps draw nearer still, let us also consider the haunting words of 
Alexander Solzhenitsyn. He's the famous author of the Gulag Archipelago. Quote, and how we burned in the camps later thinking, what would things have been like if every security operative, when he went out at night to make an arrest, had been uncertain whether he would return alive and had to say goodbye to his family? Or if, during periods of mass arrests, as for example in Leningrad when they arrested a quarter of the entire city, people had not simply sat there in their lairs, paling with terror at every bang of the downstairs door and at every step on the staircase, but had understood that they had nothing left to lose and had boldly set up in the downstairs hall an ambush of half a dozen people with axes, hammers, pokers, or whatever else was at hand. The organs would very quickly have suffered a shortage of officers and transport and, notwithstanding all of Stalin's thirst, the cursed machine would have ground to a halt. If. If. Now, remember, in the gulags, nobody was arguing about which pronoun to use, or if Ivan had self-identified as a woman yesterday, or if Sasha had used hate speech last week. You see, they had more important things to worry about, like which shoe would be boiled for dinner that day to stay alive. You see, reality and survival tend to sharpen the senses, and when it happens here, and it will, Wallowing in the surreal pig trough of Talmudic word games will be the last thing on anybody's mind. Solzhenitsyn finishes with, We didn't love freedom enough, and even more, we had no awareness of the real situation. We purely and simply deserved everything that happened afterwards. Unquote. But this time is different. This time we do have an awareness of the real situation. You see, we're in the shadowy, smoky limbo right now, right before propaganda turns to bayonets, before carrots become sticks. And what do we see? White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki threatening to send so-called outreach teams to people's homes. And I quote, The president outlined five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, Targeted community-by-community, door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated. Unquote. Do you hear the footsteps? Scientists call that a hint, and it's a big one. Let's turn to the Gospel of the Lord for another big hint. It's uh, chapter 9, verse 5. That would be page 36 if you're following the paperback or hardcover editions, or page 430 of the Kindle e-book of the very first Bible. And by the way, you can get that at theveryfirstbible.org. And Jesus says, quote, When you see the cloud rising up from the west, straight away you say, There comes a shower, and it comes to pass. And when you see a south wind blowing, you say, There will be scorching heat, and it comes to pass. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the face of the earth and the heaven. But how is it that you do not interpret this time? All right, now let's get down to brass tacks. When they come to your house, they're going to ignore your no trespassing sign. Just like the ex-McDonald workers who got jobs at the airport with TSA. They feel like they've been imbued with supernatural authority and that they're above the law. 
And now we live in a de facto post-constitutional country where our freedom is decided by a regional warlord. So even if they do break the law, who's really going to enforce it? But have a sign up anyway, just for nostalgia's sake. Now, do not open the door. Keep it closed no matter what. They may have been recently injected and are infectious. You don't know these people or what their intentions are. You're not there to have a scientific or medical debate with them about some personalities on the television. And even if you could change their mind, you can't unvaccinate them. They're no different from zombies at this point, and there's no benefit in interacting with them. It's a lose-lose. Your only statement should be, I do not discuss my medical history with anyone. Get off my property. End of discussion. Now, some people have reported success with using an air horn, those little canned ones that you buy at the store for a few bucks. They make a really loud noise. This is for the people who don't understand those words, get off my property. This might help them a little bit. This might be their hint. Now, that air horn may also help alert your neighbors that these trespassers are working the neighborhood. After they leave, spray your doorknob and your gate latch with Lysol or whatever other disinfecting agent that you happen to have. Now, I don't want to get too off track here or into the weeds, but having copper tape on surfaces that you touch frequently is a good way to kill germs and viruses. I'll have a link in the show notes on that. We actually did an entire episode just on copper tape. Now, they're probably going to leave propaganda leaflets and brochures either in your mailbox or on your porch. Do not touch these with bare hands. Dispose of these items the same way that you would any biohazard. And do not bring them into the house. Don't mix them up with your normal trash. Now, this is also a good opportunity to talk about doors in general. It was common for the pre-Nicene Christians to have a little prayer affixed to the top or side of that door, along with a, maybe a little cross. Now, some of the most used prayers were, The victory is Christ, be gone Satan. Our Lord Jesus Christ, God's Son and Word, lives here. Nothing evil may come inside. Another, Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords, in your mercy keep your eyes on this house day and night. And one last one, this is the Lord's door. Those who come through it must be just. I'll have a link in the notes where you can get a free copy of these pre-Nicene prayers and a link for the religious RNA vaccination exemption forms provided by the Marcionite Church. And before we wrap it up, just a reminder that our new FBN First app is available for download. And it's a great way to have all of our episodes and content in one place. And you can take it with you anywhere. I'm Darren Kalama, and we'll see you next time on First News on FBN. Original videos, interviews, and articles. Read the very first Bible anywhere. The FBN app goes everywhere.
Your passport is one click away.